T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. What up? Good to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. <laughs> Every time I hear the intro to this song, I have to do the air drums. Now, I've never played the drums in my life, so it's completely inaccurate, but just gets it, you know, gets yeah, you going. It's it gets you going. Yeah. Boom, boom, gets you. boom. Uh, story here from CNN Dana Wright, Tesla is recalling nearly all 2 million of its cars. I know, and I don't know why, because... Wait, Diet Coke. Thank you. I don't know why, because I don't use that feature. And it's... The autopilot? It's like a $16,000 upgrade, by the way. But I don't really use it because I'm a control freak behind the wheel. I like being in control of my car. The limitations on autopilot serve as a blow to Tesla's efforts to market its vehicles to buyers willing to pay extra. Yes. To have their cars do the driving for them. But it doesn't, Scott. Everyone thinks self-driving <clears throat> means self-driving. And every once in a while, you see some idiot in L.A. that is asleep at the wheel letting the car drive. Do you know what we call that? We call that natural selection. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Fair point. I'm going to call it what it is. I would never not have my hands near or on that wheel. And if I take my hands off just for a second, because I fiddled with this on I-70 once, it will tell you after a couple of seconds, hands on the wheel. And Tesla pretty much shot themselves in the foot with this one because there are many automakers out there with similar technology yeah. that don't call it autopilot. Yeah, you just can't call it that. But also, I feel mm. like, Sam, if you're sleeping at the wheel and you think your car is just going to drive you, I mean. You're literally th- dreaming. Th- there are people that somehow <laughs> just are too dumb to, they should not have these cars. I'm, I'm, I'm just be honest there. Now, I think if they change the name of their self-driving system, yes. this would be something that they could get away it's driver, with. I'll tell you, Scott, it's driver assist yeah. because some guy almost smashed into my car on 69 Highway about a month ago. And that car moved me out of his way. And without that system, I would have been smashed like a grape because <clears> he was going 100 miles an hour and I didn't see it. But the cameras in the car behind saw what was coming and moved me out of his way. Because let's be clear, the recall here is not driven, pardon the pun, by the technology itself. It's driven by the fact that they're saying that the sensors inside the car to make sure that you're still paying attention aren't yeah. rigorous enough. So they call it auto steer. Yeah. And if you that, take that's your, what that's what yeah. Tesla calls it. And they if, call it if, auto steer. If you steer. take your hands off the wheel, this blue light comes up like a rising ocean. No, 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 no. And as it gets higher and higher, it will start it will tell you. What the hell are you doing? Put your hands back on the wheel. After 
four seconds, six seconds, something in my car? I don't know. Tesla's owner's manual says, quote, auto steer is intended for use only on the highways and limited access roads with a fully attentive driver. Correct. Now, auto steer is a new branding for that technology that Tesla has recently rolled out and did it under the wire because forever it's been called autopilot even from the official Tesla But Sam, it'll website. change it'll change lanes for you. It's freaking amazing. It, well. If you are behind a truck <laughs> hauling lumber that's I don't know about to kill you at 80 miles an hour, it Does it sense the lumber? It senses what's in front of you. <laughs> And it will ding and say, safely changing lanes, and then it will ride you in the left lane for a while, and then it will ding because it knows you're not supposed to drive in the left lane. It says, safely returning to the driving lane from the passing lane. So are you taking your Tesla in? No! Because you don't you don't use autopilot. I don't use it, and even mm-hmm. if I do, I use it correctly. I don't need it barking at me because I don't do it. Didn't you use it? You used it one time. On I-70. That's right. Now, they are saying that it's a simple software update to fix the issue because the issue, again, is that the warning system is not rigorous enough. What does the software update do? Is it like it, a nuke alarm now? Like, Well, wah, Sam, whoa. in mine, there are three settings. One of them is chill, and I don't remember the other two. But, but mine is on the one. Well, I know one makes you drive like a Formula One Yeah, driver. mine is not on that one. Mine is on old lady setting. And so there's probably mm. just another setting that brings everyone in line to a safer mode to weed out the idiots that are using it incorrectly okay uh you have my space heater today i do have your space heater in here today isn't it lovely (laughs) it is that is probably the nicest space heater that i've ever seen it looks like a vase yeah it It does it looks like you bought it it from the coliseum in rome and put it in the corner of your living room in color it is taupe and it doesn't feel like it's 44 degrees in here today so i thank you for it i actually called you guys i called scott on the way in he goes what's wrong and i go do you have a space heater? Will you bring me a space I said, heater? I said, I do have a space heater. So I, I did tell a little. Well, I didn't tell a lie. I omitted some information, which is not the same as With lying. whom? With you. Oh. I omitted two things. Number one, I have a space heater. It's in our closet because I like it at a steady temperature when I come in in the morning to change. And it's on the exterior of the house, which is always freezing. And number two, I did not have time to go back and get my closet space heater. But number three, even if I did have time, I really don't want it removed from my closet. Mm. So, so, Scott, you get to suffer and so, be cold. So, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the space heater that is in my master bathroom. Right, to keep you warm. When I said to you, when I do get you out of the have shower, a space heater, what I, I omitted was I, too, have a space heater. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. You said this is it resides in your master bathroom. Does it match the marble of your shower? No, I'm not fancy like that. No, no I'm talking, talking Scott's. To me. Yeah. Yes, it does. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it just got so much more hoity-toity. You know what? I'm so done of you guys making fun of me for buying clay pots, and I don't even know what else you make fun of me. But if your space heater matches the tile in your bath, you well, got me on a, that one. No, no, no. Stop. Stop. Because I bought that before I bought the house. Oh, you picked the tile based on the space. So you tiled based on the space. No. no. (laughs) Thank God it wasn't black plastic. (laughs) We're going to need this bathroom to be Tuscany. Space heater Tuscany. (laughs) Space heater Tuscany. No, when when I bought the house, the space space heater just so happened to match the tile. It, it, It was an accident. Okay. Okay. Oh, from the text line, your software update on your Tesla can be done over the internet. I was going to say, all of the software updates are done overnight, so I don't know.
Anyway, nine, nine, I love my car. I'm not taking it back. I'm not taking it in because I don't drive like a D-bag. 913-586-7798. When we get back, are you one of those people that if something is just not quite right in a customer service situation, do you say something? Or, like Sam and Dana, do you feel guilty about saying something so you just kind of nod and suffer through the bad haircut? And then complain later. Because that's what mm. I do. Sam and mm. Dana are in category B. I might be as well. Why is it so hard when you are paying for a service to just say, and I don't mean like someone's, you know, wrapping your car in a new color for $6,000. I mean like a haircut where they say, is this okay? Do you like this? Or a dinner. Why is it so hard just to say, uh is it the fear of you micromanaging them? Not really what I had in mind, but you're the one with the scissors. 913-586-7798-586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. All right, so I feel like this is a universal thing, and it's not because it's the holidays, but I laughed so hard today with my girlfriends over a misunderstanding at the nail salon. And I had not been out to get my nails done, Scott, in three or four months. It was, I was long overdue. This is so bad. So when you walk in, they ask you pick a color. So I picked a dark brown, like a real dark taupey brown. Beautiful and, fall color. Yeah, beautiful yeah. winter kind of fall thing. And she's putting the brown on. And again, I want, I want everyone to understand, <laughs> ladies, dark brown. Think milk chocolate. Okay? Like a Hershey's kiss. Yep. Well, toward the end, there's this new thing that they can do called Chrome. And, and they take a little eye makeup applicator and they put a little bit of this iridescent chrome dust on top of your nails. Then you put it back in the machine and it's all done. And it's just kind of a sheen, sparkly, happy holiday look. So she's putting the chrome on, Scott, and I notice she's laying the powder on thick. And I've never had it happen that way before, but I thought, I don't know, maybe this is just how you, I, I, I don't know. Again, instead of saying something, I just sit there and I'm do 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 do, and she's putting this powder on, putting it on, putting it on, putting it on, and then she takes the little brush and she wipes it off, and then she puts my hand under the machine, and my very dark milk chocolate beautiful fall nails come out, and I look like an extra on the set of Wolverine. Well, <laughs> you don't need a mirror. You, you got them on your fingers. Yeah, you I think when I said chrome. She thought we've gotten all the way to the end of this transaction with Brown. Did she think trailer hook? I, th- <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a mid-70s bumper? <laughs> it looks like the bumper on an El Camino. Brand new. Right off the lot. Now, they- if somebody's tailgating you and you want to blind them, <laughs> just flip them off. They are. It'll work. <laughs> Ladies, if you, you can picture a very shockingly bright metallic chrome. They're silver. They match everybody's hubcaps. Let's just be they honest. Do. Okay. They do. So she says to me, do you like them? And I just said, yes. Lovely. This is fine. So I paid her. I tipped her 20% like I always do. This was not her fault. But I'm telling Sam this story because they are such a shocking Metal. They are the color of your your high school braces. Okay, 
that I'm telling Sam this story and laughing at myself. My girlfriends are dying because they know what Chrome is supposed to look like, and it ain't this. You look like I- you're ready for a Beyonce concert. <laughs> play, play the clip that you recorded earlier. Play the clip. <laughs> Sam says to me, I do have the same problem, Dana. When this happens, I cannot tell the service person, no matter what, Here's what I sent to all my girlfriends. And I thought, I'm going to go get my nails done, right? And so I go in, you know, the one right here on State Line. And I picked out a dark brown. Okay. And at the end, I said to her, hey, could you maybe do some um, chrome? You know, just, you know, chrome is supposed to be like just a little flare, just a little flare. And I noticed she is dumping like the powder on. And I thought, oh, that's a little weird, but whatever, maybe like. I don't know. I thought maybe when they did the top coat, it would even it out. Like, I don't even know. Again, I ordered dark brown nails, and they were dark brown. <laughs> Momentarily. <laughs> Momentarily. So mine is always with my haircuts. <laughs> I have incredibly curly hair, and before I found my go-to hairstylist, I would bounce around from shop to shop, and every time I would say the exact same thing. Take a little bit off the top, fade the sides. Beautiful, right? right? Every guy says that. Right. Every single time. Every, every guy says yeah, that. Yeah, it's very simple. About halfway through the haircut, I'm like, oh, it's looking good. It's looking good. And then they keep cutting for the next 20 minutes, and all of a sudden they cut all my hair off. And at the end, they're like, how's it look? And on the inside, I'm like... Horrible. And on the outside, I'm like, great. Right. Okay. So with the haircut, Sam, it's too late. It's too late. Your hair is gone. Well, but, I it, had been, well, but well, it, gro- it grows back. It does. I had, but I'm saying it's too late for them to go, oh, I'm sorry. Can I put some hair back on your head that I just cut right. off? With na- I mean, I had been sitting in the salon 48 minutes. That's about how long this took. $50, 48 minutes. Well, you got them painted and twice. And there is no way... <laughs> At the end, I'm going to go, I'm sorry, can we start all back over at the beginning? I'm just not going to do it. And I don't want her to feel bad because clearly this was some misunderstanding. <laughs> now he's blinding me as, as I look at them. She um, said, you want Chrome? You're going to get it. Why? why? <laughs> you going you to get it. you going to get it. <laughs> Dana, those, it matches the microphone. So can I'm not a woman. I've never had my nails painted. No. Can you get this fixed? No. I mean, these will just be like this for a, a month or so, and then I'll, I'll have you, it taken off. You can't off. have it sanded no, off. No, I'm not going to go do that, Scott. Can I'm just not. Can take a buffing wheel to it no. and see how shiny we <laughs> can make it? I think we would need something from an auto body shop here, okay. let's be okay. honest. Okay. Maybe maybe Kip Sailor has something. I don't know. Okay. But do you also, when something, and I mean, like, not restaurant, because we'll all take a steak back if it's charred. Undercooked or Or if a hamburger is raw in the middle, I don't have a problem saying, I'm sorry, I don't want to be sick. Right. But why in like things like the beauty realm of haircuts and now, why is it so hard just to say, oh, 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 okay. you know what? I think I said chrome. I think there's a misunderstanding. Can we go back to the brown? That's a little more silver than I wanted my brown. Yeah, well, yeah, yes. Yes, Scott. So do people freely correct when their order is wrong at a restaurant? Because I don't think they do. I think for a lot of people, that is an anxiety-inducing endeavor. Why? If it's meat, I will do it. If it's like raw I, I salmon, will, I will I, not. I will not. I will not send back a meal. At 
at the risk of nope. having salmonella poisoning? I just won't eat it. I will for the oh. cook on the meat, but if it is something else like, oh, I ordered, I don't know, mashed potatoes and you brought me French oh, fries, okay. oh, right. I'm going to ask for the mashed potatoes. Right. Or no, actually, I won't. I'm just going to eat the French fries. Sorry, I got that backwards. I, I. Why? Okay. Why? Okay. You are paying for that service, Scott. <clears throat> why collectively, I'm asking all of us, why is it so hard to say it's not quite right? So for the last six years, I've gone to the same hairstylist and she's very good. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you can tell yeah. just by the look of the, my haircut. She, I mean, look at him. I mean, look at this. She cuts hair great. She cuts those hairs great. Prior to that, I went to a company whose performance I was not. <laughs> was it less than fantastic? It, well, it was. <laughs> it, it, it was less than fantastic, Sam. <laughs> but I was hesitant to tell them that I wasn't thrilled with my haircut. And there were times where I would go home and try to fix it. Oh my gosh. And any stylist would tell you, Scott, I think Don't. they would they would rather you say something. And right. I think a waitress would say that. Certainly a chef would say that. Of course. And I think the nail technician would say, I am so sorry, let me fix that. Then why is it so hard for us? To, we're not asking because them for a you, kidney. You, you feel like you're insulting them. That that's why. Right. And when it's the middle yeah. of the haircut, they're really close to your neck with a pair of scissors. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to insult well, their abilities. And, and you feel like you're insulting them. I mean, I wouldn't want somebody coming up to me at the end of the show at 6.05 oh, tonight and go, hey, you know, I heard, I heard your topic at 3. I really was, like that. It's kind of lame. Yeah, you, I'd want to punch somebody in the throat. You and Dana didn't make me laugh. Oh, I'm Why sorry. Why do we still feel like we have to tip even if we're unhappy with the service? I always tip. I oh, I always tip. I tipped her more today because I didn't want her to feel bad, and I walked out looking like the guy from... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. You you look like the Terminator. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> You're ready for a night at Funky Town, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you are. Do the car wash. You don't you don't need no globe up on that ceiling. I got you covered right here. <laughs> Ashley in North Kansas City. <laughs> Ashley, hello. Hey, guys. Uh, Dana, I love that chrome finish that you're talking about when it's done right. Yes. Uh, the Tom Quinn that gets their nails done. Uh, I would have said something. I don't care about people's feelings. If I'm paying you for a service, it's going to be done right. Yeah. I am in a service industry. I do my job right. If I do something wrong, I want somebody to tell me. Usually I'm not, but, you know, that's okay. But you're a people pleaser, Dana, so I see mm -hmm. 100% why you would not say something. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm just not that way. I'm sorry. I don't care about your feelings. I'm paying you, so get it done right. You're wow. right. You're right, wow. Ashley. And you know what? I'm a people pleaser. I'm a don't rock the boater. And my mother yes, is the same way. Yes, you are. Now, she's gotten older. She's gotten better about it. But I get it from my mom. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Dana Wright, Sam Stevie the Third. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. We've got Terminator 2 Dana in here and Dave in Brookside. This is Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Hi, Dave. How are you doing? Hi, Dave. We're doing, we're doing well, man. Hey, if this is the hey. worst thing that happens today, I've got a really, really uh, blessed life. I will say that. <laughs> it's, hey. just very, it's brighter than it was about an hour ago. I just want to share a little thing. I uh, took a gal pal. We had dinner, which was lovely, a very, very nice place on the plaza. And they had a chocolate tort, which they used to do, and they changed it up. And it was not it was not as all as advertised. And so we said something to the waitress, just very low key. But Dana, I, I agree. And would you believe the GM came over and we kind of told her what the deal was. And she said that a lot of people had had the same, basically the same complaint. And I do think that they, if there's something that's off, I really think they want to know. And I think that a good restaurant especially would want to know. Sure. And I'm glad they you fixed know, it, Dave, because I always feel like well, I'm not looking for anything free. I don't want to make, like, I don't want to cause a scene. However, you know, that's, why do you always feel like you have to couch it instead of just saying, I am so sorry. How many times have you sent a meal back? Oh. <laughs> Between zero and five. Okay, so very rarely. And if I do, at one of the spots that we frequent a lot, I will say, you know, you know, I never complain, like, but is there any way, like, could we... No, is this where the couple was making out the other night? No, no it's not that. <laughs> there ain't nothing the GM could have done about that. Yeah, and when the GM comes over, you feel like you're in trouble. You're like, oh, no. I know, God, What no. did I do? Oh, no. <laughs> I'll eat it. It's fine. I'll eat it. I swear to God, I'll eat it, but I just want you to know just this. bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Sharon and KCK. Sharon, hello. Good afternoon. Uh, yeah, having the GM come over, it'd be about like ha- getting sent to the principal's office. Um, but I'm a hairdresser, and I have been for a long time. And we do want you guys to tell us when you want something different. But there's a big difference between want something a little different and being nitpicky. Got it. So I think if you want something a little different, absolutely speak up. But if you're just one of those that gripes about everything, then yeah. go, on a- go on about your day. Hey, Sharon. How many mm-hmm. times does someone come in, woman or man, but let's make it a woman, and they have a picture of Heidi Klum, and they say to you, I want this, I want this haircut, and you know in your mind you're thinking, okay, or Faith Hill, you know, hmm. you're thinking, okay, but you do realize when you walk out of here, you're you're not going to look like Faith Hill. Right, and what I would think and what I would say in that situation would be two very different things, but um, I, I guess... Um, I'd probably steer them away from it because, no, they're not going to look like Heidi Klum when we're done. Yeah. 
just say, you know, she has a different face shape. You know, there's other ways you can say it. <laughs> Not sure this would be. What did you say when you got the crumb? Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'll sign on the line. That's going to be a 20% tip. <laughs> Silent night. <laughs> there ain't nothing silent about these nails. Bells. I'm coming. <laughs> Nancy in Brookside. Nancy, hello. Hey, you guys. How you doing? We're doing well. Good. Thank you. Hold on just a second. Sorry. I got to put you on, oh, on speaker. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm here. Okay. Hey, we, we got you, Nancy. Okay, thanks. First of all, I love worshiping and adore you guys. We listen to you in the afternoon, even at our, at, at, I coordinate estate sales, so I'm in the service industry. And just sometimes, Dana, it's just your laugh that makes me laugh. So thank you for, for making our day. Anyway. Okay, so so I think it's real important if you if you if you look at it just a little bit different way instead of like, oh, I don't want to make them feel bad. Give them the opportunity to improve their business. People will say to me, you know, I think your price too high, or you know, you do this or that. I can take that in and and choose to either you know change it or not. But I tell people all the time, good, better, and different. I want to hear what you have to say because. Yeah. It gives me the opportunity, and it's a, I think it's a courtesy, you know, um, to to be able to. You, you don't you don't uh, take it as an insult. I don't. Okay. I don't because again, I'm I'm strong. I'm very confident in the in the service that we provide to our guests, to our homeowners, to um, the neighbors, all of that. Um, you know, after close to twenty years, um, you know, we're we're pretty solid in that. But if somebody says something. And I don't agree with it. It's like, you know, thank you for taking the time to to share that with me. And I can do something or not. But the fact that they, um, you know, if there's something that I've missed, which is rare. But um, I think it's I think it's a courtesy to say that so that, you know, kind of like Dave and the previous caller said, you know, share that with me. But no, I'm I'm definitely not offended. I'm the first person if I, you know, at a restaurant. I tip well. I, you know, I'm very specific on my order, and I'll just say, you know, hey, you know, can I get some hot fries? I appreciate it. Now, you know, whether or not the guy spits on him or not, right. I don't know. See, but Nancy and Dana, that's why I would be afraid to send food back. Yeah, is for fear yeah. that that they would spit on it, and and that's not an indictment. Well, I guess it is uh, on the, on the people that work there. If I sent it back and said, you know, you didn't cook this well enough, this burger, yeah. I, I'd be afraid that they would spit on it. You know, and uh, yeah, that's okay. So that's a little gray area in the restaurant and things like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just, I think it's, um, you know, giving them the opportunity to change something and they can, or they, they, you know, they don't have to, but if they can improve their business or their you know, their, their haircutting or their whatever, if you say, you know, hey, I look like, you know, just kind of like a, uh, you know, a, a monsoon, you know, or a, a mushroom or, eat. no, it's a little too high. Little, I don't know. Um, if it's so too anyway, high, they can't make it lower. Well, you know, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Well, I look forward to seeing your the, the, the post on, on Facebook, Dana, because okay. I'm... Well, I'm dying to see put, put what on, happens. Put on sunglasses. <laughs> and for some people, it's yeah. almost like a special skill. Want like, to grab those Ray-Bans. <laughs> I had a boss that I regularly went out to dinner with, and somehow, some way, it seemed like we 70% of the time got a free meal 
because something was wrong. And they weren't jerks about it. They were just like, hey, the I asked for medium rare. This is this is medium. And the manager would come over and comp the meal. And I'm like, how do you, what? So what, now hang on. Would, would they complain about the meal in order to get a free meal? That was never the intent, and they would always tip the cost of the meal on top of whatever the okay. cost was. Uh, okay, all right. So they would always pay the server for it, but it was always like, how do you how do, you do this? <laughs> I'm afraid to even say anything, let alone get a free meal I, out of it. I don't think in all of my life, and I've been on this planet for 52 years, yeah. I don't think I've ever sent a meal back. Ever? No, no. Hair? No. Oh God, no! You would not send something back with a long hair in it. Well, I've, I've never, or, I've, I've never gotten a meal. Let's with be honest, hair. short and curly is even worse. <laughs> okay, that is when you angrily flip the table and walk out. Saying, really, there are various lengths of hair. Really, none of them I will continue eating because hair in food makes me gag. Well, hair in food would would make me gag. But you would still eat it with a smile no, on your no, face. No, what I'm saying is I've I've never received a meal with a hair in it. Uh, from the text or, or a bug. Scott, how do you know they're not already spitting in your food? I don't know that. I think we've all learned today that there is a, a good way to. No, I haven't. I haven't learned a yeah, damn I mean, thing. I still am not going to say anything. I was going to say, what did we learn? You're right, Sam. I wouldn't want them to think, well, there goes Karen. That's literally where the term Karen came from. I'd like to speak to a manager, manager yeah. which Let I would never say. I mean, it would be. I don't want to say never. You know, if like somebody assaulted my child or something, I would want to see a manager. But for just service, no. Oh, and I've received bad service, but I I, I have not complained about it. Sure. Now I do have an ex-wife, Shonda. God love her. Uh, Shonda is a restaurant complainer. Oh God, it's the worst. Oh, so she's got that skill. Like cereal. Oh. oh, oh. God love her. But awkward for everyone around the table. But it's like, uh, okay, we're nearing the end of the meal. Please don't say anything. Please don't say anything. She's going to say something. Here, here it comes. Ah! <laughs> yes. It's like when you finally get the check, you're like, yeah, she didn't say anything. Woo-hoo! So we stopped at Sonic the other night. I told you my mom's getting better about this or worse, depending on. You complained at a Sonic? Now, we get all the way home and all the way home is 45 yards. And the only thing we all wanted was cheese tots. And we opened that whole thing. We paid like 30 bucks for a bunch of stuff for everybody, and there's right. no cheese tots. My mom goes, Wait, all oh. you wanted was yes. cheese tots. And it was not in there. And there were no cheese no tots. No cheese tots. Okay. And my mom goes, Well, I'm going to walk back over there. Well, you know this, Scott. It's night, and 40 yards that way is a set of train tracks. Mm-hmm. I go, uh, You are not walking over to Sonic at night over train tracks over some cheese tots. You give me that phone. I'm going to call them right now. And I go, Mother. She goes, well, those were $4. If this was a dollar, I'd let it go, but not for $4. So we're watching this unfold. Where, where does one draw the line? Apparently at $4, Scott. What about two? I don't know. Three fifty. Okay. She picks up the phone, calls the Sonic, gets some poor 16-year-old kid. Now, uh-huh. I am sorry. And she said, and I am, you know, I never do this, but she said, I, you know, we went there for the cheese tots, and we don't have cheese tots. And, I, and I'm like, oh, my God, they just want to go home. Mom, leave them alone. So she hangs up the phone, and she goes, you have a free meal coming to you tomorrow at Sonic. Don't want it. Well, I just said to her, Don't I go, it. Mom. She goes, no. I said, all I want's the cheese tots. She said, no, Dana. They what are going to make that sauce? right. And we, we are going to eat What's those cheese tots sauce? tomorrow night. Tastes like spittle. Lo and really behold, clear. the next night, <laughs> I went over and I pushed the button and I said, hello. 
we were here last night. And of course, it's a new 16-year-old kid. And he goes, um, yeah, we, do you have the receipt? And I go, no. I go, you know what? Just bring me out some cheese tots. I'll pay twice. I don't care. He's like, uh, I don't know. We're, I don't see it here in the book. Which, by the way, apparently at Sonic, there's a book. We don't know what's in it. We don't know who keeps the book. But he didn't see it in the book. Whatever that means, there's a book. Now I'm in a new book for calling and complaining. He comes out and says, ma'am. The cook, oh, ma'am. yes, the cook remembered you from last night. Here is your meal and your cheese tots. This is on the house. How did you feel about being called ma'am? Uh, fine. He was like 16 years old. The cook remembered definitely got spit in. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. when it says you're in the book, I'm like, what's the what's the that, Sonic that, book? That's not spittle. That's loogie. <laughs> I feel like now I can't ever go to a Sonic again anywhere in the country. I'm in the book. I mean, he was raspy, and then he wasn't. You know, there's one right. There's one letter in the book, and it's just K for Karen. He had a bad cold, <laughs> and then he didn't. I got my cheese tots. 913-586-7798. 586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. Story here from CNN. Hasbro is slashing nearly 20% of its workforce amid an ongoing slump in toy sales. Hasbro CEO Chris Cox announcing layoffs for 1,100 workers in a memo to employees this week. Cuts which come in addition to the roughly 800 jobs eliminated earlier this year. Chris Cox said the decision to reduce Hasbro's workforce was made in light of market headwinds proving to be, quote, stronger and more persistent than planned. Isn't that the very definition of a headwind? (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's not a weak breeze. Those winds were blowing. They were strong. (laughs) Do you think this is directly correlated to uh, young child screen addiction? Because all of a sudden that Mm. little tyke's truck is not as intriguing as the video on the tablet that is literally designed to hook you. Yet yet I was watching on the news this morning that toy prices this Christmas are cheaper than they were last Christmas. Mm. Hasbro, known for making toys such as Transformers and Play-Doh, and games like Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons, had 6,300 employees prior to the layoffs, according to the website. Huh. Uh, the cheaper prices could be a simple supply and demand thing. They made a whole lot of supply. And when did Dungeons and Dragons make a comeback? Oh, it's been around forever. No, like I, the I, '80s, forever. It I, didn't. I, I know. I remember being in the '80s, and I, we would buy the books, and I, we would buy the little metallic figures, and we would paint them. I don't think it ever went away. It just kind of went into its own niche crowd because. It became something that you got made fun of for doing, now, and now it's I, but now fully acceptable everything again. old is new yeah. again. Yeah. You know that. Oh, where I, know. I see those I old '80s toys on some of those pages I follow, and I'm like, "Oh, look at that! I forgot about that toy." Wish I'd kept those Dungeons and Dragons uh, books. I was at my mom's house for dinner last night, and my little nephew was there, who is two. And Dana, I couldn't get that stupid song out of my head that you brought up a couple of weeks ago. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> So I pulled up the commercial on my phone. And I played it once, and my little nephew grabbed my phone and played that video over and over and over. Here's another one that I can't get out of my head. Hungry, hungry hippos. Remember that? Yes. Were you they had those marbles? Oh, I loved hungry, hungry hippos. 
I'm telling you. Weebles wobble, but, but they, they don't, don't fall, fall down. down. <laughs> and that voice is so dumb. I know it is, but I love it. I love everything about Ever it. watch kids play with Weebles? It's really something. Hey, hey, look at me and Weeble. Me and Weeble go all around. One day, kids pretend they're flying into Weeble Airport. Next day, they play around the Weeble Cottage. Or if it's real nice, they go out to the Weeble Marina and go fishing. Hey, hey, look at me and Weeble. The Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> okay. Also, a great point from the text line. <laughs> While Dungeons and Dragons never really went away, Stranger Things really helped bring it back into popularity. Mm. Oh, yes. sure it did. Yeah, sure it sure. did. The whole show's based One on One day, it. you're playing with Weeble Wobbles in a treehouse. The next day, you're going to the beach. The next day, you're performing the Heimlich on your child because they're choking on the Weeble. But it's it didn't fall down. They go out to the Weeble Marina and go fishing. Hey, hey, what's the sure. Weeble? <laughs> The weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Romper room makes weeble toys. You know, that's why they were, um, they kind of fell out of fashion. Little people and weebles. It's the biggest choking hazard for children known to, in the history of the uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission. When did little people fall out of fashion? You, you can't, the little people, you can't play with those anymore. Oh, you mean the weebles? Well, there's weeble wobbles, and those are weeble wobbles, and then the little people are the different... You know, there was the little blonde Susie, little people. No, those are still very popular. There was a dog. Well, they've they've made them bigger, bigger so they're harder to choke on. Because when back when so back now in, if they get lodged, oh, yeah. you're just dead. Back in our day, it literally was a trachea blocker. It was the it, perfect it's size. It's, it's, Sam, it's amazing we made it out of the sun. It really is. Lawn darts, Between anyone? Lawn darts and weeble wobbles <laughs> and weeble Dungeons and Dragons metallic down. toys <laughs> and 20-sided die. It's amazing we somehow made it out of the 70s. Hungry, hungry hippo. Okay. Great. Great. Uh, from the text Damn. line regarding Weeble Wobbles, quote, I hate you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> hey, we fell short this year on Codes for Kids. If you can help us, we could really, really use your help. We've extended the campaign through the end of this week. So if you can go to KMBZ.com, click on the Coats for Kids logo. That'll take you to a safe and secured website where you can make a donation. Please do that. Or just text in the word KMBZ Coats. One word. KMBZ Coats to 44321. 44321. And thank you in advance. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.